It's time for the SPN Bushy Show. Here's your host, SPN Bushy. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the SPM Bushy Show. We are back after a week off. Uh, I'm the SP, and back from his trip to Columbus, Ohio, for an Ohio State game. Here is Bushy, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, I am back, and you know, I guess kind of, kind of decent. Let's put it that way. Uh, yeah, I'm back from Columbus. I mean, I went. I was in the Cleveland, Columbus area. Uh, I also. Um, Got to got to see uh, Canton, Ohio, too. So I got to see the birthplace of pro football. So I was there at Canton for the Hall of Fame as well. So, you know, I mean, I hit both of the Hall of Fame. So I hit the Pro Football Hall of Fame and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So that was all all in fun as well, including attending an Ohio State game. Yeah, that sounds awesome. How was the game there at Columbus? The, the game was um the game was pretty much of a blowout. It was kind of a dud um, as far as with that, but like the experience was great to be a part of. And I actually got to, you know, enjoy it with my, uh, with, with my friend Ryan and his wife, Melissa, and then like, and then their friends, um, Cam, Liz and Trisha. Um, so, or actually Evan, Liz and Trisha. Sorry, sorry, Evan. Um, so yeah. And I got to experience a Buckeye game. So yeah, it was, it was great too. Cause Evan went to Ohio state. So he was kind of showing me at least around, uh, Ohio stadium, uh, as well. So just trying to show me, uh, kind of all the fun things that this thing was, uh, that this, you know, uh, kind of stadium does. And we were just kind of looking at kind of everything as well. So it, that was definitely a fun experience. And like the seats where we kind of were, so we were kind of underneath, like, you know, the section or something like that. I mean, I, I could post it as well, but it was interesting because I couldn't see the scoreboard at all. Uh, so oh. I couldn't see anything. So what was really interesting is just like, like on the sides to the right or the left, it was really interesting. Yeah. Cause it was just, they showed the score down in distance, the, you know, the quarter, it was very, very fascinating to me. And they, and they had like little TVs here, there, that really my only nitpick, I guess with that is I wish the TVs were just a little bit bigger. We really couldn't see anything uh, as far as with that. Um, and I really couldn't hear the PA announcer. That was really kind of a drawback to that. I really couldn't hear the PA announcer just kind of, you know, kind of mention anything, you know, uh, like the past two, past four hour. Um, yeah, but really that, that was really my only nitpick. And yeah, a lot of, yeah, the, the, my friends of mine really got upset though. Cause I, I did mention that I enjoyed the Texas A&M marching band a lot more than Ohio state marching band. So, you know, I kind of lost a little brownie points on that one, but that was just my own opinion. Yeah, absolutely. I know. I know you always uh, have a take on it. So, I mean, obviously it's an exciting place. I'd love to catch a game at the horseshoe at some point. So, I mean, I got to live vicariously through you last week. So that's exciting. It was, it was really a fun experience to be a part of. We, I enjoyed it immensely. Um, we're already kind of planning on going back again uh, next year. So I'm very, very anticipating a fun matchup. Awesome, man. Now, obviously you went to the pro football hall of fame too. How was that? Pro football was really fun. I really enjoyed it. Uh, they they had some like interesting stuff as well. Like they should they definitely had pads going on uh, as far as with um, you know like the olden day pads, man. I mean like stuff from like the nineteen you know from the nineteen hundreds or something like that. Basically, they were wearing like glorified like jumpsuits. I guess I guess in a way like overall jumpsuits. I mean it was just how do they play in that, you know, those type of, you know, those type of, you know, kind of equipment. I mean, really, I mean, no wonder everybody was like battered and bruised. I mean, the equipment was really like a, I guess, really not equipped. Let's put it that way for pro football. Absolutely. Back in the day, you know, before they realized it's concussions were a thing. <laughs> yeah. And seeing the, seeing like the old style helmet too. I mean, it looked like, it looked like a, it looked like a wrestling headgear. Like really, I mean, that was just, it was really fascinating. Like the, the first style, like the first helmet, it looked like a rest, like an, like the Olympic style wrestling headgear to me. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And that um, also they, they did, they gave you like a test thing where you could, you know, hear from the quarterback or something like that as well, where they, you know, where you can hear from like the earpiece or something like that. Yeah. I it really, I did. I, I put it on listen to it and I was just like yeah I couldn't have been a quarterback at all like screw this like 
Absolutely. I'm sure that would have been terrible. It would have been terrible, but also I really should be a replay official. All right. You know, I guess this is kind of my resume out to, uh, to our, uh, to the lovely replay officials. I mean, I, I did the replay things from the, uh, from the Canton hall of fame, got all five of them, right, man. I was, I was kicking butt in that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you could, I mean, I think anything's better than the replay officials we have now. So. Yeah. Anything better. Yeah. But I, I know. And I was just like, man, this should have been a replay official, man. I was actually really good about that. And I actually know all mostly all the rules. Absolutely. It makes sense. And I made it, and I made it, you know, nice judgment call. Like literally it took like 30 seconds for me, like mo- mostly like 30 to 45 seconds to be like, Oh, that guy's down. Oh, that's a fumble. Oh yeah. That's totally a catch. What, why are they reviewing this? Nice. <laughs> sounds like a fun interactive exhibit. Uh, I mean, it sounds like a great trip. Thanks for reporting on that. Bushy going remotely. Uh, always fun times on that. Yeah, and it was fun too because my friend Ryan uh, is actually a Cleveland Browns fan, so he got to interact with the Lamarty Trophy, you know. So it was it was very fascinating for him, you know. He almost kind of cried because he just this is the first time he's probably ever seen the Lombardi Trophy. So, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, probably the closest Browns fans can get to it. Yes, definitely, definitely the closest. <laughs> now, obviously, uh, we're going to break down an NHL preview later on in the episode. I mean, all sports almost now uh, back in full swing as we got baseball and football and college football going on as well. Um, I'm just going to say it right now. I don't really want to talk about baseball. Um, like, if I could pick, like, a worst possible uh, ALCS and NLCS, like, based on when the playoffs were announced, this would be it. Like, this is like a living hell for me in baseball right now. <laughs> I know. Yeah. We basically, we got a rematch of uh, the 18 ALCS and then we have a rematch of last year's NLCS. So uh, very, very, um, yeah, just a very fascinating, you know, can they, um, can it's they figure it out? It's the same boring ass teams. I don't want to see any of them win a world series uh, except for maybe the Braves. So I am like now uh, if it's Braves or bust, I will not watch a game unless the Braves are like decisively winning it. Yeah, it is. It it did kind of it did kind of stink. Yeah, because it just it's, really it's I mean so disappointing. Yeah, it is like very disappointing. Yeah, because it just felt like you know the Giants and all that. But you know, I mean that that's what happens with everything that went right here. You know, sometimes you just don't win it. You really don't. And. Yeah, it just happened that they they lost really, and you know, and they they lost really in a horrible fashion too. You know, you're losing your division yeah. rival, and you gave up the and you basically you gave up a run in the ninth inning, and then lose basically on a very very controversial call. Very good, con- yeah. That said, I mean, once again, the guy that Flores, I guess, is oh for seventeen lifetime against Scherzer, so the odds of him coming through with a hit there weren't very good, but still not the way you want to see it end. Once again, it looks like, you know, there's definitely teams that the umpires want to have there. And I think we've seen that in every league. And obviously it's the case. It feels like it's the case in baseball too. Also, what an embarrassment of riches, uh, embarrassment of riches, I guess, you know, for the, for the Dodgers, it's like, oh yeah, we'll just, we'll just bring in Max Scherzer, you know, you know, the potential Cy Young, you know, a previous Cy Young winner and probably the potential Cy Young winner for the NL this year. Yeah. Let's just bring him in to close the game. What a, what a, what a great, what a fascinating thing. It's disgusting. (laughs) It is. I agree. It is. It's just like, really? It's disgusting. It's horrible. Like, honestly, the Dodgers are feeling like the kind of hatred that, like, I think people had for, like, the Yankees in, like, the early 2000s when they were just going out on a spending spree and getting literally every person possible. Like, it feels like that with the Dodgers right now. And, like I said, it's almost unwatchable just because they are do have such an embarrassment of riches. I know. Yeah. You have the embarrassment of riches and then you have, you know, you know, the NL bat, you know, batting champ as well. Uh, and then, yeah, Cody Bellinger, you know, who's had a really a down year, but you know, he's, he's still a pretty good hitter and, you know, you have him in, in the eighth slot. I mean, that, that really is an embarrassment of riches really when you have literally, you know, a pre, you know, even though, yeah, he's had a down year so far, he still is Cody Bellinger and he still is kind of young as well. And it's just, you know, and, and he comes up with the clutch hit actually to, to gain the, uh, you know, to gain disadvantage and have them winning. Like I said, I didn't really want to talk about it, so we talked about it enough. Uh, I'm just, I'm just mad this four. game didn't go. I'm just Screw mad this series three didn't of go the seven. four teams that are left. 
like I said, if the Dodgers end up playing either the Astros or Red Sox, I hope a meteor falls and wipes out all both teams. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, go go for it. You know, I, that's that's what that's what we're praying and all that. Yeah, yeah, and it's just really. I mean, in, in the ALCS, I mean, it's just like you know, yeah, you're gonna have like the Red Sox. Well, and that too. And that too, you know, you're going to have probably Red Sox fans probably complain about, you know, call them like cheaters, 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 when literally your manager is really kind of the culprit of the, you know, the whole kind of this whole Astros trash can scandal, really. I mean, so you really, you really can't be, on Matt Pius, I guess, in a way, uh, for that, you know, Red Sox fans, you cannot be on Matt Pius. And you guys were suspected of cheating too in 18 as well. Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. Like I said, it's, it's, like I said, if, if I had to pick like uh, the three, the, like the three teams I want to win at the least are three of the four teams left. So like I said, I won't be watching. I'll be watching Jean-Claude Van Damme movies or something. I don't know. Uh, I'm not watching it. <laughs> you're not, you're not watching. And if, uh, I know. And it's just, yeah. And if, you know, shout out to the Braves. I mean, they, they, they took care of business, you know, they lost the first game, but then took care of business in games two, three, and four, you know, hopefully, Hopefully they can kind of take care of business again in the uh, uh, NLCS and maybe kind of extract some of these demons compared to last year. You know, I think yeah. people forget, you know, they they were up 3-1 and then kind of collapsed, you know, through, and then they had the lead too in game seven as well. So maybe they can extract some demons uh, going on. That would be nice. Uh, let's move on to football now. Obviously, huge week in college football as Alabama goes down. Yeah, it was fun. I we actually watched. I actually got to watch that game. Uh, actually got to watch that game. Even though I really hate the Eastern Time Zone, to be honest, it's still, in my opinion, the worst time zone in all of sports. It's so terrible. I do not like the Eastern Time Zone. It's just brutal because that game literally ended at midnight. You know, Eastern Standard Time. Man, I mean. Really, I mean, it was just like, and I was kind of zoning out too because I woke up at six thirty that day. You know, traveling to and from Columbus, which is about a two-hour drive, two two and a half-hour drive, and yeah, I mean, it's just you're just kind of exhausted, and I'm kind of zoning out on the couch. And I mean, really, I mean, it, it is a good thing too. I mean, I did post it on Twitter. I mean, I don't think Alabama should should make it to the playoff now because really they lost to a te- unranked Texas A&M team, in which they're in which their quarterback sounds like a terrible Pizza Hut promotion. I mean, really, that, I mean, Calzada sounds like a terrible Pizza Hut promotion, really. I mean, come on. Maybe, but I mean, I'm sure they'll still, like, they only dropped five spots. I'm sure, like, the, once the BCS or whoever it is, like, the playoff committee gets involved, they'll still be ranked ahead of Cincinnati somehow, even though Cincinnati beat Notre Dame. So, like I said, I think, I mean, like I said, it's just, it's Alabama spots guaranteed there. They probably won't even go to the SEC championship game and still find a way to way to go. That could that could be the case. Yeah, they, they you're really right. Yeah, they could find a way to not win the SEC or SEC championship and then somehow still be number four. Exactly. That's the way that, which which that would be like a total farce. And then really and then we would go back to the whole BCS thing because then people would overreact. Yeah, I mean, and, and the good old BCS is back. Like I said, there's, there's just, I mean, like I said, it's just, there shouldn't be committees. It should just be like, like I said, there's gotta be, there's gotta be a better way. And that's again, I just, I don't know, but it's like, okay, if you don't make it, if you don't win your conference, you shouldn't even be allowed in. Yeah, you, you should be. I, I, I if thoroughly agree. I mean, you unless you get to your conference championship game. Yeah. If, if you're, if, you know, both teams are undefeated and you kind of, Losing the you know losing the conference championship close, I feel like you still should get in. But yeah, if you don't even go to your conference championship, you should be just automatically disqualified. Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree with that. I mean, obviously, great week for football. The last week in college football, you had a uh, great games with Georgia, Auburn, both ranked, uh, Iowa beating Penn State to kind of solidify them as like the top dog right now in the Big Ten, and. Uh, barn burner between Oklahoma and Texas. One of those Texas games that it felt like we were getting all last year where they just had an exciting game. Obviously a big loss for the Longhorns. They let the Sooners back into it, but a very exciting game nonetheless. And Arkansas Ole Miss also fascinating game. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking as well. Sorry, I'm looking. Oh, and also uh, Michigan-Nebraska. That was actually a very good game as well. Uh, you you had some very good – and then obviously uh, – uh, Notre Dame, Virginia Tech, too. I mean, that would just overall just a really good week for like college football as far as with like ranked teams playing and winning as well. 
yeah. And then like really this week, the only exciting game you got is Georgia, Kentucky. Yeah, except no, actually, I think Ole Miss and Tennessee, you know, I feel like that's going to be my she's all that game of the week, you know. That's going to be that, you know, you and I are going to make the bet, you know, that this game, you know, can't be the prom or prom queen. So, yeah. yeah. So I think, yeah. I think in my mind, Ole Miss, uh, Kentucky as well. And not to mention, Ole, yeah, Ole Miss, Arkansas, that was a very good game as hey, well. Said that. Oh yeah. And <laughs> sorry, I'm, I'm looking at uh, Wake Syracuse, you know, Wake somehow, to, you know, just pulling these games out of their behind. I mean, really, I mean, you Syracuse know, and they're probably they're, 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 how would you, how is Wake not gonna destroy? Oh, wait, Clemson's playing Syracuse, Why yeah, playing right that now. So, even, that's not even the game that that's not even a game that's going on. If anything, <laughs> the game between unranked teams is exciting is Pitt Virginia Tech because the winner of that has at least uh basically a shoe in to go to the SEC cha- or ACC championship game if they can get by Miami. Yeah, they just, they'll just find a way. I mean, this is going to be a, this is a weird year for the ACC. I mean, it's just they just media, you know, mediocre teams, and that's including Clemson right now, just trying to just trying to find a way to win their conference and stuff. And yeah, I don't think any of those teams are going to make it to the bowl or to make it to the playoff. No, definitely not. Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to be the Paul Walker, and I'm going to bet you that Ole Miss beats Tennessee by at least two touchdowns. You don't think that's going to be like a very good like event or something like that? No, I think it's going to be a terrible game. No, but, I think no, I think you know. I mean, it's it's going to happen, man. It's just you know what I'm going to convince Tennessee, you know, to kind of get back in this game. It's like you know you're prettier than you are, and I'm going to attend some weird yeah. art show or something like that, where I become the bell of the ball at the art show as well. Tennessee's going to lose badly. <laughs> Yes, yes, come, yes. Welcome to the SP and Bushy show. Come for the uh, she's all that references. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't even seen that movie since it came out, so I don't have I don't have the ability to keep up with you on references. There, I even just now had to look up to make sure it was Paul Walker. <laughs> yes, it is Paul Walker, and yeah, I mean, well, yeah, we'll have to we'll have to see with that. I mean, it's just. Yeah, uh, that that's just my opinion. I think Ole Miss uh, Tennessee is just going to be a really good game, and it's just a shame too that we're not going to have a Manning cast with that. I think that would have been an amazing Manning cast. Let's go get Eli for Ole Miss, Peyton for Tennessee, getting going. You know, maybe they interview their nephew. You know, and they and they kind of see, kind of they kind of interview their nephew, trying to convince them to go to Ole Miss or Tennessee or something like that. Give me that. Yeah, that I would watch. That I'd be on board for. But like without that, I don't I don't have any interest in that game. I'm way more interested in Iowa State, Kansas State at the same time. <laughs> okay, fair enough. You know, I mean, <laughs> yeah, and obviously we're going to have Kentucky, Georgia. I mean, that's the big game that everybody's yeah, kind of yeah. talking about uh, as well. I mean, are you not interested in Miami, North Carolina? Come on. I mean, no, I'm just kidding. Come on, Texas Tech, Kansas, let's go, baby. I'm interested in Missouri upsetting Texas A&M on the letdown. <laughs> the, the big letdown game, Yes. <laughs> Oh, come on. How about Arizona, Colorado, man? I mean, really the, you know, really the, the basement of the PAC 12. Absolutely. Just going at it against each other. It's a nice toilet bowl there. (laughs) Exactly. You know, I mean, or can, uh, can uh, Alabama avoid the second upset against Mississippi state? You know, can uh, Mike Leach pull off the upset? Nay. Nay. I don't, I don't, I agree with you. (laughs) In any event, we'll switch gears now to the NFL. Uh, big news is our first coach of the year. We were both wrong. Uh, it was not Mc, uh, it was not Vic Fangio. I believe it was my pick or Matt Nagy, which it was yours. John Gruden stepping down after email surfaced from ten years ago. Uh, comments he made that we did not expect that when we did our NFL preview and you know you know soliditating our facts for the first coach fired. Uh, we did not expect that. Uh, jo- by the way, he resigned. I know he resigned, but yeah, I, I think he also did first... lose to the Bears. He also did lose to the Bears and Matt Nagy, who who I just feel like so once again, feel... Matt Nagy was better than John Gruden anyway. So Matt yeah, Nagy, just a little yeah. bit, you know. John Gruden here, maybe even down here. So Matt certainly Nagy is sending emails. <laughs> certainly, certainly is sending you know actual plausible email, you know actual good emails uh, as far as with that end. But yeah, I mean, it's just oh my god, I, I, it's just like really with. Matt Nagy, I just feel like when Bill O'Brien got fired last year, I just feel like that soul, you know, the Bill O'Brien NFL career soul just kind of lifted from him and it went straight to Matt Nagy. 
you know, where it's Matt Nagy is like the new Bill O'Brien, where it's just like he's, he's just good enough where he doesn't get fired, but then he's not good enough to be like the elite team of the NFC. You know, he's, he's no, always going to be that nine and seven, you know, you know, 10 and seven, you know, nine and eight type of team. And they're going to be playing either that ESPN game or that Nickelodeon game. Uh, either way, once again, he's still going to be in the playoffs. If the playoffs started today, the Bears would be the sixth seed, by the way. Yeah, they'd be playing the Nickelodeon game. They'd be on Nickelodeon again. I don't care. I'd yeah, but Justin Fields is going to be the, the playoffs Nick Nick Valuable player. I'd rather have Matt Nagy lead my team to the playoffs two years in a row uh, versus the Broncos who haven't been to the playoffs in five years. I'll take Matt Nagy over Vic Fangio right now. Right now. Right now. Okay. Bring him on. Oh, I, I, I agree with you. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Anyway. What's, what's Matt Nagy's offense going to do that's worse than what Shermer's got going? I agree with you wholeheartedly. Yeah, it, it, it's just frustrating. I mean, we were just watching it at a, at a bar. Yeah, and it's just it, it was just very frustrating. We're basically the Tim Tebow offense again. Run, run, pass on third down. Run, run, pass on third down. Run up the middle, run up the middle, pass on third down. This is the first three Bronco drives. That, that sounds about right. Yep. That sounds like good old Tebow uh, as well. And then also, yeah, and it's like they start to get going in like the fourth quarter, like, like they've done the past year. I mean, it's just, it's just so frustrated. It's just like, okay, why can't you do this the first three quarters? Because Shermer, Shermer is a terrible, terrible offensive coordinator. He is. I mean, it's just, the pieces aren't fitting. Uh, I mentioned this last year that the pieces don't fit in his offense. He is a terrible offensive coordinator. And we're seeing it now. Like what piece is going to make this thing hum with a Pat Shermer offense? Like he just, he sucks. Nothing right now. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater is doing a better job. I mean, obviously than Drew Locke is. I was debating some dong who was on Twitter last week trying to tell me that like, one, it's uh, Peyton's fault that the Broncos were bad, the GM. And then two, that it was, uh, that it, Drew Locke should be starting. Like anyone who watched the second half of that Ravens game and thinks that Drew Locke should be starting needs to have their vision checked. Yeah, I agree. Nope. They, they needed that. I mean, it's just, you could definitely tell too. And from, from the team, you know, they just, you know, what drew in, you know, they just, they just, I know they they just felt like, they just felt like they were just completely deflated. And I was like, okay, like, okay. That, that show, that goes to show you from some stuff. Absolutely, it does. Yeah, I, I mean, it's just it, it is it, it's just very frustrating because it's just just stuck in the mud again. Same old, same old stuff. Same old Broncos. Okay. They'll be back on track this week after they beat a Raiders team that doesn't have a coach. <laughs> or and if they lost or, the Bears last week, or if they or if they lose, I mean, it's going to be like pitchforks and bonfire. Really, I mean that that's going to be the case. It's going to be pitchforks and bonfire. Like we're just like we've had enough. We have had enough. Yeah, <laughs> you, yeah, you lose to a team that literally lost. Fe- they're going to tar and feather Shermer if they lose this game. Yeah, they will. Yeah, they will. And it's just like everybody's just, you know, they're just frustrated because really, I mean, we, we talked about it too. I mean, that was the test. That was the test. You know, you, you had the test going in that Ravens game. That was going to be your test. And you, you basically you failed you know i mean it's like practice test practice test practice test you did you did good you got like b's b pluses uh for those practice tests and then really when it came to the real test you flat out got an f i don't think the ravens game was the real test i mean i think it was obviously a test but i think that the circumstances of that ravens game really kind of changed what would have happened in it I think you go back and you watch that game at the end of the first half. Broncos down 14-7. Deontay Spencer gets taken out of the game on what should have been a 15-yard unnecessary roughness penalty. Teddy Bridgewater gets taken out the following play on what should have been uh, a late hit or roughing the quarterback. Take your pick. You give the Broncos those two penalties, that puts them in Ravens territory down seven with uh, a minute left to go in the second quarter i think it's a very different game that the broncos get either one of those penalties right and then yeah and then literally they they give up a terrible punt return you know because special right. teams you know oh the terrible so, punt so yeah yeah <laughs> but, terrible punt well, and a terrible special teams turn the game around and then obviously you bring in drew lock who does nothing i know so I, i'm throwing that game out any game where drew lock plays this year i'm throwing it out as drew locks of the game 
Drew Locke's in the game. Just throw it out. Let's I don't count that as a real test because it's like your pencil broke halfway through and then you're just sitting there trying to make it work the whole time. You're sitting there trying to like scribble with like a tiny nub of pen for the last bubbles on your test. <laughs> So okay. In that game, I think the Steelers game was the bigger test, and obviously they didn't right. do great in that one too. So I think that's kind of where the issue lies. That I mean, obviously play calling is bad; they need to get better. Uh, yeah. But anyway, that's that's my NFL thoughts. Did you have anything else you wanted to talk on NFL wise? Um, no. I mean, we talked we talked about what I wanted to talk about. I mean, it's just I guess it's kind of an okay week. I mean, nothing nothing too shabby as far as with. As far as with games, I mean, really, I mean, you know, Cardinals Browns is probably the best matchup, you know, same with Chargers Ravens as well. I mean, other than that, yeah, it's just it feels like it's a it's gonna be probably a blah week in the NFL. I think that Monday night game, Buffalo, Tennessee is gonna be great. I love, I'm so excited for that game. Yes, and you know, I mean, you get come on. I mean, I, I did predict, I mean, too. I mean, that was gonna be the game that was gonna predict like home field advantage. I mean, if if, True, Kate, if Buffalo that. won, if Buffalo won that, they were going to get home field advantage. They were going to be the number that. one seed. So they, they took care it. of business and they really took care of the Chiefs who, you know, I mean, their offensive look, their offenses look like the Chiefs. It's just been their defense has really kind of catched up to them. And really, I mean, they're trying to replicate, I guess, Mahomes' Texas Tech, Texas Tech era. Absolutely. And then you also have the great game in London this week, Miami at Jacksonville. Can't wait to wake up early. Set the alarm. You can't wait to wake up early and just watch it. Just put on CBS. We're up. It's a beautiful morning. Just yeah. turn on CBS and watch Miami against Jacksonville. And who knows? Maybe Urban Meyer is going to stay at a bar or something like that. <laughs> Urban Meyer is going to get the English strippers. He's going to yeah. He's going to get the English strippers going. You know, start start grinding at a bar that he that he knows in uh in a. I guess in Leicester or something like that. Urban Meyer at the uh, Urban Meyer in London is going to look like Austin Powers just grinding up on like some go-go dance <laughs> chick. And <laughs> He's just doing this. <laughs> <laughs> I did not go to that, by the way. I did not go to that bar. I, I was kind of mad. I, w- I really wanted to go to that bar. Just find that bar. bar. Find that bar in Columbus. I'm going to be you like, yeah. Find the bar. I need to find How the bar. That's going to be the mission next. That's going to be the mission next year when I go. Yeah, I'm going to find that bar to see if Urban Meyer or someone else shows up and get some get some stuff going. <laughs> that's that's my thing next year. I'm going to find that bar. Yeah, definitely. You got to find the bar. All right, let's move on. NHL just started this week. Very exciting time. Uh, you obviously were both hot, big hockey fans. Uh, let's talk a little bit about it. Let's break it down. Let's get some uh, previews. Uh, once again, new conference alignments. So um, do you want to go division by division here? Yeah, we're back to the regular divisions now again. So right. I'm really happy about that. So that's going to be uh, a fun thing uh, to think about as well. So yeah, we're we're back with the with a little with a little bit of relocation. Obviously, right. Arizona c- going into the central division, and then obviously we're going to have a a new expansion team with the Seattle Kraken. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if I were making these divisions, the only thing that I would switch is I would move Calgary to the Central and then I would move Arizona to the Pacific. I think that's like a switch that could have happened. But other than that, I mean, or you could also move Detroit into the Metropolitan as opposed to putting them in the Atlantic. But aside from that, I mean, those are those are some good divisions. I think it's going to be a very good. I think I would have Detroit in the Metropolitan and uh, Carolina in the Atlantic. Yeah, I, yeah. Other than that, as far as with all all that fun stuff, just but yeah, it, yeah, geographically, it would it would make a whole lot of sense. And yeah, just adding, uh, just adding another Canadian team to the Central Division, yeah, would actually probably uh, probably benefit as well. Yeah, and I think geographically that would just look a lot better as well. It's just really, I feel like I feel like Colorado is kind of like a linchpin, you know, that type of thing. You know, it's just really, I mean, you know, I mean, is it west of Colorado or east of Colorado? You know, that type of thing. So. <laughs> they can all they, they're kind of the geographical screw up i guess we can always say with the with, with the uh with the abs yeah definitely for sure uh in any event let's start breaking down these divisions let's start out in the atlantic division i mean you've got the two-time defending stanley cup champions out there in the tampa bay lightning uh they got to be my pick to win that division 
Yeah, they, they have to as well. I mean, they, they've really been probably the most dominant team. They have lost a little people. Uh, they have lost some people, you know, kind of in their bottom, uh, kind of their, you know, their third and fourth line uh, as well. But they still got their top six and they still got Vasilevsky, who is, uh, you know, one of the better goal, one of the best goaltenders, uh, if not the best goaltender uh, that they have. And they still got strong defense and they got a strong core right now. Um, I see them. Yeah, I really do. I see them winning the um, I see them winning the uh, division. Absolutely. I have them going first. Um, I actually have, uh, I mean, Florida made some strides last season, but I actually have Boston finishing ahead of them and taking that second spot in this Atlantic division. You think so? Why is that? Um, honestly, I think, you know, they had a, a good run last year. They were decent last year. Um, but I think this year that they, uh, you know, they have some good pieces and they just always seem to be right in the mix. And I think this year is another year for that. I agree. I, I think they really kind of do. I, I think they have a chance of probably finishing. Uh, they probably, they, I, I think they probably finished third in this division for me. I think Florida probably is going to be number two. Uh, Florida has been really the, um, really been like the strong team as well, but I don't think they're really going to come uh, with the lightning. I think it probably is probably going to be a close division, but I think Tampa Bay is going to be number one and then Florida number two with Boston three. So you have Montreal three and Florida four. Really? Well, yeah. I, I feel like the Montreal, it was Montreal really, I mean, they, 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 they benefited, they benefited a lot, really. They benefited from a weak, from a weak Canadian division. And they, yeah. And they, I feel and like they, they just they got hot at the right the playoffs. Then they got hot okay. at just the right time. Yep. I still have them going third. And then I have Florida fourth. I mean, I think all four of those teams are playoff teams for sure. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think Montreal is going to be a playoff team. I think Toronto will will creep in. I think they'll uh, probably I, I think they'll be probably my fourth slot. Um, no, so that that means yeah. they'll probably be like the wild card team. Um, okay. So they will play one um, probably either you know one of the you know either the uh, Atlantic or Metropolitan. No, nah, they're gonna they're gonna break their fans' hearts again and like finish fifth once again. <laughs> no, they're gonna no they're gonna. They're now it's gonna be what like they're gonna, the they're gonna blow it on the last day of the season, and someone's gonna sneak into that last spot over them. No, I think I think in my opinion they're gonna be fourth. Uh, I you know I ju- I just feel like if there was any team that really benefited from the weak Canadian division, it was definitely Toronto. Uh, as far as with that, and exactly, I think That's it's it's gonna be a back to reality goal. moment. I I believe for them. That's why they're not gonna do good in this division. Uh, yeah, I, I think they avoid, I think they avoid uh, Boston. I think, I think they avoid Boston, but I think they get that four slot and they're going to get, I think they're going to get that first wild card. So I think they will probably play the winner of the metropolitan division. So they're sending it out. <laughs> you, you don't want to talk about Ottawa, you know, does Ottawa have I mean, a this is going to be a fantastic race for last place in this division. Cause you got three are probably our three consistently worst teams in the league last year in this division you have buffalo detroit and ottawa in the same division someone's got to win when those teams play each other so you know one of those teams is going to finish a uh, sixth seventh and eighth respectively i think the detroit red wings rise up a little bit take sixth buffalo seventh ottawa eighth um yeah i agree i i, I agree with you i think i think it's one of these divisions as well yeah it's just yeah, Buffalo. Buffalo is probably still going to be probably the low, probably the lowest team. They're probably going to be my eighth seed, and they're probably going to probably be the best bet. Again, they're probably going to be the odds-on favorite to probably get that draft picked as well. So, um, I actually, I think, I think Detroit will actually finish higher than Ottawa. I think That's Ottawa right. will be seventh in this division. I think Ottawa will finish sixth as well. And then yeah, Montreal five for me. I just feel like I think I feel like Montreal's just going to miss out on the playoffs. Um, as well, I feel like you know, yeah, they they were they went to the cup, but they, now they're not. I, I feel like it's a very tough division. I don't think they're gonna, I don't think they're gonna scrape this thing. I think the Maple Leafs are sitting it out, but either way, <laughs> in any event, uh, let's switch over to the Metropolitan Division. Um, I mean, Pittsburgh right now in front with three points. I think that they're a good bet to win this division. I think it's gonna be obviously once again between them and the Capitals. Um, I'm actually going to once again pick the Capitals, though, to finish slightly ahead of the Penguins. Ooh, I mean, this is this is going to be um, actually. I'm going to have I'm gonna, you know what? I'm going to go the New York Islanders. I think the New York Islanders finished first in this division. Really? 
Yes, I feel like the New York Islanders, their team um, that they really they they've kind of re-signed, you know, a lot of their core guys. And, you know, the core guys are going to be there. Um, obviously, the, uh, the the coach is really good as well. And, and they've made it to the Eastern Conference Finals two years in a row. Yeah. And I, you know, I mean, they added, uh, you know, I, I know they're I know they're a little bit you know, kind of, I know they're a little bit kind of olderish, we know with, you know, Parise and Char or something like that, but if Parise could be a nice, you know, third, you know, third, you know, third line center or third line wing. I mean, he's, he's going to be an amazing uh, person as well. And I feel like, I feel like the Islanders and they're playing at a new arena too. I mean, that that's going to be the thing that I feel like Islander fans are really pumped up for this season. So I think the Islanders will take, take the top division. Interesting. Yes. I think I have them finishing third behind the Capitals and Penguins. Yeah, I, I think I think it's going to be probably then. Yeah, then it's going to be Pittsburgh too, and then um, and then third was going to be Washington. So we're going to get that matchup again for the first round for the playoffs as well. We're going to get Washington against uh, Pittsburgh, which just seems they always seem to play each other in the playoffs each year. So I will have with that. that. Yeah, then, uh, I have Carolina four. Um, I'm looking, sorry, I'm looking at the other teams. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. I think Carolina will be four, uh, in this division, Carolina four flyers, five. Um, I'm going to actually pick the devils that finish ahead of the Rangers for no reason. Um, I'll, I'll probably go. Yeah. The I'll Rangers probably go. Devils, probably. <laughs> I agree. I, I, I think, uh, yeah, I, I have Islanders. Yeah. Hurricane. Yeah. Pittsburgh. Sorry, Nothing I'm like looking bushy reading the teams in the division on air. <laughs> I know, yes. <laughs> All right. New Jersey, right, Washington. So it's, it's Philadelphia five, New York six, uh, Devils. Uh, yeah, let's just go with that. <laughs> let's go with that and let's move on to the Western yeah. Conference. Uh, yeah. Central Division, I'm assuming we're both picking Colorado to finish first in this division. Oh, yes. I mean, really, I mean, it, and it, yeah, I, I, I just feel like, you know, I, I know everybody mentions, you know, the Central Division is probably one of the toughest divisions. I feel like it's maybe a it little is. bit stepped down uh, this year. Uh, as far as with that, but but I do think that the abs will take it uh, this year. Yeah, it's a, it's really the abs for them to lose. I think so, too. I mean, obviously, I think that, I mean, the biggest question for them is going to be, can they continue the success in the playoffs? I mean, they've been great during the regular season, won the President's Trophy last year, and obviously couldn't get by Vegas. So I think that's going to be the biggest test. Yeah, it's really, I mean, the big question mark is, is can they get past the second round of the playoffs? I mean, that's really right. been their, the Achilles heel the past three years is that they've been, they've gotten to the second round. It's just, they, they haven't, they haven't won. I mean, losing, you know, losing, uh, losing the seven against San Jose, losing the seven in, uh, to the stars in the bubble, and then obviously losing the six games uh, when we actually taking a two Oh lead in the series against Vegas as well. So, you know, really it's just, it's more of a case of, can they get past that second round hump as well? Uh, it's not a case of them getting into the getting into the dances where they, they can stay in the dance. Absolutely. So that's going to be the biggest question. Um, I have Dallas finishing second. I think they bounced back from a rough year last year. And I think they get back into the playoffs as the second seed in Central. Really? I mean, that that is kind of a shocking thing for me. You know what? I'm going to go a little bit bold. I think Winnipeg is going to finish second. What? Oh. I think the Winnipeg Jets are going to finish second. I, you know, I, I, I just like the, you know. I just kind of like the way they're doing right now. And, you know, I just feel like, I feel like they're going to be a surprise team this year. And I feel like they're going to finish second. I think the ads are going to dominate this division, but you know, it's probably going to be like a second and I'm going to have the stars third. Interesting. Um, I'm going to have Winnipeg finishing fourth and I'm going to have uh, actually uh, trying to decide. I think I'm going to go with uh, Minnesota third and St. Louis just missing out. Yeah, I'm going to have Minnesota's fourth, but they're going to be that first wildcard team, so they'll, they'll probably play probably Vegas again uh, in the first round because uh, I feel like the Avs will probably be the top seed uh, of the Western Conference. So, uh, And I have Minnesota probably the first. Although well. I guess the Blues could potentially get that AC too. Yeah, the Blues can all, Blues have always been good uh, as well. They do have, um, you know, I mean, really, I mean, they have this, you know, kind of this Tarasenko drama as well, so – I mean, yeah, but, the, you know, they, they were a team really, they, you know, if it wasn't for really like a late season push, they probably would have been out of the playoffs uh, as well. So, I mean, it, it's going to be, it's going to be a fascinating, really, who's going to be that, who's going to, my guess is probably it's going to be those, uh, the central division will have probably the two wildcard teams. I would think so as well. Yeah. One, one would think as well. Yeah. And I, 
yeah and it's just like you know there's you know what happens with chicago there's chicago you know what, what's with chicago and nashville i mean really i mean they yeah. played you know and they played in that you know revised central division last year you know and it's just you know the, the, i think the, i have chicago the, finishing uh seventh behind uh or ahead of just arizona yeah i i agree with you i think they're gonna finish seventh you know i i, I just think yeah the addition of flurry is good but you, you saw it. You saw it in the first game between the Blackhawks and the Avalanche. I mean, really. I mean, it's just, you know, Flurry. You know, it, it's just not. He's not behind a good defense like like he had in Vegas, and he's going to really have to rely on maybe some a lot of, you know, trying to make these like miraculous saves or something like that. You know, to even try to keep this team into the game. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think they have a lot of guys who are getting up there in years. I mean, I guess not necessarily. I mean, I guess it feels like they're older than they are with Taves and Kane, but at the end of the day, I don't think that they're going to be the team to get it done. Yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah, I think I um, Nashville finishing ahead of them. Yeah, I think Nashville finishes six. Arizona obviously is going to be in the cellar. Um, they, I mean, that's going to be that's going to be an interesting team as well. Yeah, but I and I they think, brought yeah. back like their cellar dwelling logo. <laughs> i know at least they brought back at least they brought back that that's all i could say you know that, i guess that's the seller dwelling logo i mean i love it but it's their seller dwelling logo they stuck with that logo and they stuck with the new logo really i mean it's just been it's just been a you know it's just been really you know just a it's been an interesting run let's put it that way i mean is but isn't it weird too like it's just you know they're in the division now like arizona and winnipeg they're in the same division now you yeah, know, with Winnipeg with the original Winnipeg Jets going to Arizona, and now we have the Winnipeg Jets. Yeah, that is interesting, isn't it? Yeah, it is interesting. I mean, it's just, um, yeah. But I, I, I think I have St. Louis four. Uh, you know, they'll probably squeak into the playoffs uh, like they did last year as well, and then, you know, probably probably lose. You know, probably basically the same same thing that happened last year. You know, yeah, you know, kind of squeak into the playoffs and then probably lose either in four or five games to the Avs. Probably. <laughs> i mean uh, and then let's move on pacific division i mean i gotta have the golden knights winning it i agree with you as well i mean that i mean this is really i mean what 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 better way for them i mean they really i mean it's just just a really crappy division i guess and they're really the cream of the crop of this crappy division uh yeah absolutely i think that they're the team to beat i mean i think i mean i think that that's division is soft and i think that they're going to run through it I mean, they could run through it. I mean, they, they are losing a couple that, you know, they have lost, you know, some like key players, you know, uh, as far as with that. Yeah. But and then, I mean, really, I mean, losing flurry. I mean, this is the Leonard flurry thing, maybe kind of, kind of come in as well, you know, as far as with that. And then obviously with the Robin Leonard situation as well. So, you know, maybe that could be a distraction for them. I think they will be quite all right. You think so? <laughs> I do. Okay. I think they win this division handily. <laughs> I think so as well. I think, I think they do run away with that division um, as well. Yeah. And it's just, it's it, really, it's going to be the battle between who gets the second and third seed really in this division. That really is going to be the battle. Who do you have getting second in this division? Uh, so second I have um, based on, based on that, I'm, I'm going to have Edmonton. I mean, really, I mean, it's just, yeah. you have McDavid, you have Dreisaitl, Um, Yeah. And it's just, it, 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 you have those guys and i just feel like especially in this division yeah th- th- that's good enough for second really i mean it's just you know that yeah. that type of thing as well. this is a good player too i mean they have some guys yeah i mean it's just uh really i mean it's just really Tyson the question Barry, for them is, i mean on paper this is a good team yeah on paper yeah and they have like you know cody cc and duncan keith which are kind of the wild cards for them for the like the defense yeah, yeah with barry as well and then obviously you know the big wild card too is probably mike smith you know who's getting up there in age for goaltending oh, yeah. as well and you know obviously you saw it in the side in the playoffs biggest achilles hill is the goaltending yeah that probably could be there yeah but really especially in like this division i think feel like they could probably they could probably still yeah. get away with number two they'll get away with it but once playoffs come i don't think either any of those goaltenders will be enough to get them by no it won't be we'll see we'll definitely see it in the microscope as far as with that and that's why I think the team that's going to finish third is going to beat the Edmonton Oilers in the playoffs. And who's that third team, sir? That is the Seattle Kraken. Dang it. I was going to say the same thing. I think the Kraken <laughs> win it. Yeah. 
Because they right. have, I mean, they have Grubauer, they have Chris Drieger. I mean, Drieger was playing pretty good last year in Florida. And, I mean, this is a really good one-two punch in the net. Yeah, I agree as well. Uh, they, they actually got uh, – I feel like they have a decent lineup, you know, especially – I mean, nothing nothing that jumps out. You go, wow, what a, what a lineup or something like that. But I feel like they got – really a, a, a decent lineup that could really compete in this division as well. And then, yeah, yeah I mean, I, I think, yeah, they're, they're going to be the third seed. I feel like they can find a way and win that third seed and get that, you know, get that third seed. And then, yeah, kind of upset Edmonton in the, in the playoffs to get everybody all excited. I think so. <laughs> and then too. we'll have the battle of expansion teams, you know, for the, for the right to go to the Western conference finals. We might. It could definitely happen. I think that we're both predicting it to happen. I think on paper, this Kraken team is an interesting team. I think, like I said, the goaltending is good. I, I agree. Yeah, the goaltending is good. I mean, really, I mean, yeah, like Grubauer is a really good goalie. I mean, it's just, it, it was, a, so you know, Chris yeah, so is Chris Trigger. I mean, it's just, they have good goaltending right now and they, and they're trying to win probably on, you know, goaltending and defense, you know, right now and, you know, maybe get a, goal here or there or something like that and so that we'll, we'll have to see get it done in the playoffs it does get it done in the playoffs i agree so like i said i think that's going to be an interesting team i like i like it i'm excited i agree <laughs> yeah they're, they're definitely going to be that number three i I've, i feel like it. they're not i don't think they're going to have the success like vegas had no. but i think you know they'll get that they'll get that first round win matchup and get you yeah. know people excited for that and then um, I have the Ducks finishing fourth. Really? Yep. I I I don't back Jack. <laughs> no, I feel like they're gonna. I feel like they're gonna be at the bottom. I I, really? I, I feel like no, actually they're gonna be seventh. I I think San Jose uh, is gonna be the eighth team, yeah, but I feel like they're gonna be seventh. Uh, it really is a, just an older team, and really, I mean, they got to get a couple of people here or there, but it's just really, I mean, it's it's a team that with the you know. Just a bad window, let's put it that way. Actually, I think my fourth team, and actually, I think they could compete. I think my fourth team is probably going to be the Calgary Flames. I think they're going to be, I think they're going to be probably be competing for that final wildcard spot, I think, in the uh, Western Conference as well. And I think they probably lose out to Santa, uh, to St. Louis. Yeah, I mean, I think definitely that the top, I think that the Central gets five and then the uh, Pacific gets three teams across. I mean, I think that this is going to be, I think the Calgary Flames are not the team that's going to get it done. I think that they finish actually uh, sixth in this division. Yeah. And um, the Ducks and um, the Canucks. Yeah, I think the Canucks finish uh, uh, fifth, for, uh, fifth for me. So, yeah, it's just, it's a team that really, I mean, it's just, they, 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 they have young talent, but for some reason they just can't seem for some reason, they're not putting it together. It's, it's a weird, it yeah, it's a weird team. You know, it's, it's, it's one of these weird things where it's just like, yeah, they, they look like they have a good team on paper, but they're not gelling or meshing, um, you know, kind of like, you know, kind of like the Denver Broncos, I guess, you know, where it's like, yeah, they have a good team on paper, but they're not quite meshing. Exactly. I agree. And then you have the Kings who I have finishing seventh. Um, yeah, I, I feel like the Kings are going to finish six for me. And then, uh, yeah, it's, it, yeah, basically the California teams are going to be uh, six, seventh, eighth. Yeah. And then I have the, I have the Sharks eighth. I think obviously I mean, yeah, they were bad last year. I don't think they did enough to change that. I think they are going to be bad again this year. Yeah. They're going to be bad. I mean, it's just, you can only be so good for so long, especially, you know, even though, yes, you didn't have like the success in the playoffs, but you were always a really good team. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that just doesn't, you know, it, sometimes that window shuts really a lot faster. Yeah, it does. And I think that that window is closed for them. It is. It, it, that window is closed and they're probably going to be looking at a overall first pick. Yeah, it's probably going to be them yeah. in Buffalo. The, the, those, those two are probably going to be fighting it out. I think for it's going to be Arizona. You think it's going to be Arizona? Oh. Yeah. Just based on division strength, they're going to finish eighth in that division. And that division, I think, is the toughest division versus Buffalo, who's got a bunch of games just based on their division against Detroit and Ottawa. Hmm. Okay. I, I, I like it. Yeah. I, I, I think San Jose wins or gets that gets that first overall pick. Right. Yeah, I think San Jose. so bad, though. They could – he, uh, they are going to win some games in that division just because of who's in that division. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, that could be, that could be as well. Um, yeah, you know, you, you don't have to be number one, you know, to win the lottery. You don't so. have to be number one to win the lottery. I'm just saying that the Arizona Coyotes are going to have the most balls in the draw. Uh, that That is, yeah, that could be it. <laughs> As far as with that, yeah, and I'm just I'm I'm really excited. I mean, it's just hockey's back, and we're back to like a full 82 game schedule. You know, having fans in the stands, it was great seeing 18,000 plus at the Pepsi or not at the Pepsi Center, the Ball Arena. Sorry, Ball Sack, uh, the Ball Sack. Yeah, it used <laughs> that, to be called the Can. I'm calling it the Ball Sack now. <laughs> it's the aluminum can now. You know, for the for the Ball, ball Arena. <laughs> yeah, but it was great. It was it, it was fun and. I'm I'm really excited. I mean, I I loved. Um, did you did you watch any of the game on Wednesday? Um, I caught a little bit of it. What was you? Uh, did you li- watch like any of like the pre games or something like that, or like no. any of the intermission reports? No. I, I thought it was interesting. I kind of I kind of like the kind of the the team that they have really for the TNT crew as well. Uh, I, I was looking at the ESPN. I mean, really, it really felt like a bunch of like old guys or something like that. You know. <laughs> for the ESPN crew and boy Barry Melrose is starting to look really old well Barry Melrose didn't have good opinions about hockey 20 years ago so I don't but get why he'd be yeah. good now yeah well he he's just he's just really just starting to look old as well and it's just like they got like Messier and like Chelios as well I mean it's just it's a really weird hodgepodge you know and it's just uh for that uh as far as far as with that with the with the espn crew but you know yeah, i mean, I mean all the, old, but he was like in the league like five years ago or something right <laughs> yeah yeah he still has got that fresh young experience you know exactly. <laughs> no but yeah i mean it's just but i enjoyed the tnt crew like i enjoyed you know the uh, with with anson carter you know uh rick tockett you know paul bissonette and wayne gretzky uh as well so well, if you I, have I wayne enjoy- gretzky that's all you nearly need yeah they have but i i enjoyed the opinions of paul bissonette i mean he's really starting to you know become like a nice flourish you know hockey analyst analyst as well and it's just and it was funny too because uh, it, they were talking like the pregame, they were talking during the first intermission report. And I swear to God, I think Rick Tockett was having flashbacks of the bubble, really. I mean, it's just because they were asking him, what's it like coaching against this avalanche team or something like that? And they were talking about Darcy Kemper as well, you know, as far as with that. And I swear to God, like Rick Tockett looked like he's about ready to like, you know, he, he looked like he has some PTSD flashback. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. So uh, let's talk about it. I mean, obviously, we agree on the division winners, I think, across the board. Tampa Bay. Uh, I guess we didn't agree on the Metropolitan Division. But no. uh, overall, who do you got in the cup? Who I mean, I, cup it's, it's kind of a homer, man. We got we to go with the Avs, man. Do we, you know, you do we go? Abs, yeah, so let's go with the Avs, baby. And who are they taking the cup from? They're taking the cup from... The New York Islanders. There you go. There you go. There yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, I um, feel like this. I feel like this is the Islanders' year where it's just you know every they, everything kinds of go together. You know they 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 slay the you know. I feel like it's like the demon slayer. You know, it's like the you know with the Avs they slay that second round demon. You know, maybe they put you know maybe they put you know, they play Vegas and probably you know you know extract some demons from there too. Um, I disagree with that, sir. I think Vegas. Uh, extracts their demons and finally hoists the cup. That that five year project finally happens. You know, finally comes yep. into. It finally happens. You know that five I mean, year. They've thing. been there every year. I think they they do it this year. I think they beat the. Uh, I think they beat uh, the Capitals. Or no, not the Capitals. I'm going to go with they beat the Penguins in the Stanley Cup final. Really, you think the Penguins are going okay? It feels Too like it's been too long. It's been like what? <laughs> three years four years since the penguins have lifted the cup they're going to be in the cup finals yeah they're going to be in the cup yeah it's been it's been too long for them <laughs> yeah they need to be think, in the cup i think they're going to find a way to get it done <laughs> actually uh, maybe not i just looked at their goaltending i don't know i don't know about their goaltending <laughs> do you trust tristan jari they... <laughs> no, no, jari. all right uh yeah they, oh, you know what i'm gonna stick with it i'm gonna stick with it i'm i'm said it i said it i'm sticking with it i'm picking the the gold knights are gonna win the cup I mean, I, I think that the Penguins somehow find a way to sneak in there and uh, win the Eastern Conference. Yeah, to get everybody excited for that one. Yeah. Why? Because I'm going to, with the way sports are going right now, I'm just going to pick the option that makes me the most miserable. 
<laughs> happens. It's happening in baseball. So I'm like, okay, whatever is the most miserable thing for me, uh, that's what I'm going to predict. Yeah, you're, you're going to have just the, yeah, you're going to have that Red Sox. You're going to have that Red Sox Dodgers World Series. Yeah. Tom yep. Brady wins another Super Bowl. I'm sure you know, he will. And Vegas wins the world. And Vegas wins it. I know. Yep. It's going down. <laughs> Market, baby. <laughs> And Kansas somehow wins. And Kansas somehow wins the uh, uh, NCAA. You know, wins wins the football title. You know, that or I'm not gonna. That, that, no. They're gonna win. <laughs> okay, gonna fine. Win. Basketball. I'll be a realist. Okay, give yeah. me basketball. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, if we're being like full on misery, I would also be picking the Detroit Red Wings to somehow like represent the Eastern Conference. But I'm also gonna be realistic here and not say the Red Wings are not gonna get it done. Obviously, Kansas football is already eliminated from mathematically lifting <laughs> any sort of football trophy. In any event, I think that you know, like I said, with the way things are going right now, market, market, yeah. Actually, yeah, Golden Knights hoisting the cup. It's going down. <laughs> uh, what's your World Cup team? Uh, I don't watch soccer. Okay. <laughs> watching, watching, watching the terrible World Cup team LeBron, win the win the World LeBron Cup. And his crew oh yeah, LeBron. Yeah, LeBron wins the, the LeBron wins the NBA championship. I forgot about basketball. Yep. LeBron gets it done. I'm marking it all down. Canada winning the curling gold, you know, sure. and for the Winter Olympics. <laughs> curling, yay! Some guy, some guy from, uh, you know, some guy from Uzbekistan wins the. Uh, When's the ski jumping title? I love that. That's fine. <laughs> I love that when Uzbekistan wins golds. <laughs> yeah, some guy, some guy from some guy from Germany that wins the uh, wins the biathlon. You know. Yep. I'm, I'm just gonna. <laughs> yep. Like I said I'm just I'm a realist and I look at the way the sports landscape is right now and I'm like, okay, it's whatever it can do to make me sad. So. We have a we have a college football playoff and nothing but Nick Saban coach teams, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's just Nick Saban coaches somehow, this team. Somehow Tom Brady will find another year of eligibility and go play for Alabama and win an NCAA football championship too. So then he, that way, like he'll do it within two weeks of each other. He'll go. He'll go play. Uh, he'll go win the nat- college football national championship during his bye week, and then go win the Super Bowl like a month later. <laughs> yeah i'm just yeah we're just we're just doing that we're just making sean miserable right now yeah. <laughs> and then tom brady will join the lakers and win a championship there with the brawn and then tom brady will join the vegas golden knights as a goaltender finds out he's the greatest goalie of all time turns right. into patrick Waugh. <laughs> yeah and then 63 year old tom brady will then uh you know win the next 18 nfl championships no, actually, he closes out the Dodgers in Game Seven of the World Series. Okay, you know yeah. he, that's during his bye week. <laughs> Scherzer, Scherzer will go down, and then they'll like pull Brady in, <laughs> come in and close it. Tom, we're in. he gets the go-ahead home run. <laughs> he hits a pitch hit go-ahead home run, and he pitches the ninth inning. <laughs> I'm just making, yeah, I'm just making it miserable right now. <laughs> But we'll make it better. We'll we'll watch a Jean Claude Van Damme movie next week, and you know, we'll, for and our he'll, NBA he'll, preview, he'll somehow find a way to win an Oscar for best actor. <laughs> Tom Brady will win an Oscar. It's some sort of documentary that he did last year. He somehow is an amazing singer, you know. Yeah, he'll he'll win a Grammy. At e, he'll become an egot. He will do it all. I, I mean, what's what they have with, with these subway commercials? I mean, they're like the weirdest things ever. Like seriously, like. I, I'm sorry. I don't want to smell a perfume, you know, where you smell like a sa- Subway sandwich bun. You know, don't get me wrong. I love Subway, but it's just like, I don't want a cologne where I want to smell like a Subway sandwich. Someone also uh, pointed out on that thing that he, uh, like Tom Brady does not eat at Subway because he doesn't eat bread. Yeah, he doesn't eat Tom bread. Brady yeah, a carb in seven years. So, well, maybe that's the case for him. You know, he has to spray it on so he can smell the bread. He'd be like, oh, smell the bread. He smells the bread, you know. That's as close to the bread as he he gets. 
Also, I got a gripe, okay? I got a gripe. Speaking of commercials, I got a gripe with the new Taco Bell commercial, okay? Uh, if anybody hasn't seen it, okay, so it's just, you know, kind of this, you know, this 20, this 20 year old girl, uh, kind of this 20 year old man, they meet at, you know, on like a bonfire at the beach. It was kind of love at first sight. You know, they had this romantic setting, uh, really. I mean, it's just, you know, by the beach, it's at night, it's a nice moonlit down to the top, down on the ocean or something like that. And really, all, all she hears is like a Dean Bell and she immediately thinks of Taco Bell. Like, you're having this amazingly romantic moment, and yet the first thing you think of is Taco Bell. You know, you're like, oh, I got to dish this guy for some Taco Bell. Come on. I don't know, man. Taco That's Bell. the reason why that girl probably is going to have commitment issues, okay? Come on. Taco Bell. Yeah, she's going to complain so much. Why don't I have a mitt? Well, you know, because every time when you hear a bell ring, you got to think of Taco Bell for some reason. You're like a dog. You're like, Taco Bell? Ooh. Ding, ding. Hey. I got to get that cantina taco from Taco Bell. I've seen a lot worse ads than that. Oh, yeah. It, definitely, it's Tom Brady who smells like bread. I've seen, I've seen a lot sandwich. worse ads than the lady going to get Taco Bell every time <laughs> she hears the bell. It's terrible. Like, you're literally ditching the guy, you know, to, for some Taco Bell. Like, seriously. She has, I mean, it's not like they were going out for super long. We don't know what the deal was i mean it, it, it was like it was like a like a first date type of setting you know exactly. i mean they kind of met yeah. you know you have this romantic setting by this by this by the you know the moonlight and the beach and yet you're like screw this guy i'm getting some taco bell uh there's there's definitely some bad first dates i've been on some bad first dates where i would much rather ditch and go get taco bell uh yeah i i, I agree i agree with that but it's just like literally i mean just leave just leaving this you know for some taco bell yeah <laughs> got, yeah gotta get them you know they need that cheesy gordita crunch she's like oh i gotta yeah, fix it totally. it's late night yep <laughs> all right that's the that's the weird bushy rant of the week <laughs> hey you gotta have we got we knew it was coming i was expecting it, was... it to be about john gruden <laughs> yeah i mean i feel like everybody's kind of had their peace you know yeah, yeah. You exactly. go. You go to the we other all, sports. Everyone segment. else is dissected it to death. Dissected to death. No, nobody. I think has dissected the new Taco Bell commercial. That's why you come to this. That's also, why you come like, to this podcast. I feel like Taco Bell, like also, like went way too. They spent way too much money on the nacho fry commercials that like have just been like ridiculous. I think I, I like this commercial better than the nacho fry commercials. Yeah, that that. I guess you're kind of right, but I, I mean, it's just like. Really, they're I mean, like, I'm, oh, they're back. I need to go get them. Oh, the gotta get their nacho fries. To go, like, somehow save the day and bring back the nacho fries for no reason. They're not, I mean, they're, they're not bad, but uh, yeah, they're not like they're not like an amazing like. I don't get me wrong. I love the nacho fries, but it's like it's not like a world beater where guy. you're like, oh man, I gotta watch this. I'm not a nacho fry guy. <laughs> not a nacho fry with the with them cheese. Every other fast food chain does fries. I don't need to go to Taco Bell to get fries. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, you don't need to go to Taco Bell for some fries. Yeah, you, you get that, you know, you get that extra taco, man. You, that's that's what you're there for. You get that taco. Yeah, exactly. I'm not there to get fries. If I want fries, I go to everywhere else. Go to every other fast food place. Exactly. I don't need, uh, that's, that's just not what i'm at taco bell for i'm at taco bell because it's two in the morning and i want to or not it's not two in the morning anymore because i don't stay open that late it's 11 30 at night i have a slight buzz and i just want to scarf some tacos yeah you, you, that it's it is the perfect you know I, i'm buzzed man i want something to eat give me some taco bell give exactly. me that give me that quesadilla give me that taco exactly <laughs> Give me that big XL stuff burrito, even though they don't have it anymore. Yeah, I know. And they also cut down their menu, too. Yeah. I know. It is a shame. Stuff off the menu. And then, like, the ones that are, like, good, like the quesarito, like, it's an online exclusive. So, you have to find the store, like, order it online ahead of time and, like, do all this kind of crap to get a quesarito. Like, if you have it on the menu, it should just be on the menu. If I go through the drive-thru, I should have to plan ahead when I'm drunk to try and plan ahead and order Taco Bell online before I get there. Yeah, have I it on the menu. Or my words to the drive-thru operator and get me a quesarito. 
Give me that quesarito. I need it. I need it in my blood right now. I'm not gonna try and order a order it ahead of time when I'm buzzed on my on my Taco Bell app. It's just not gonna happen. No, nobody plans to go to Taco Bell. Like nobody, nobody does that. Nobody goes. Nobody plans that. That right. Taco Bell is an impromptu place. Right. Exactly. You're like, oh, I just passed the taco. Or it's like, oh man, Taco Bell sounds good. You you right. kind of pass it. They're like, oh, I'll just find the next Taco Bell. Or I turn around and go to Taco Bell. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Get the, yeah, get them soft tacos. I, just, I think they've cut their menu back too much, and I don't like the online exclusives. Give me something else. Like, give me everything I want should be on the menu, and it should be available if I go through the drive-thru. I shouldn't have to plan ahead and order it online. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I mean, just a note, just a note to Taco Bell. That's the case. Just I'm do sure, that. I'm sure the CEO of Taco Bell is watching this podcast. Yes, <laughs> yes I'm sure. Take, please, please. Take our opinions into account about the Taco Bell. Take our opinions. We want to do it. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Yeah, just Taco. Yeah. I think that's a good note to end it on. Dis- dissecting yes. Taco Bell's menu choices and ads. <laughs> Because now we're officially off the rails, and I don't. We're officially off the rails. I don't know how to get it back after that. <laughs> it started with a rant about a commercial, then it ends with talking about the Taco Bell menu. Seriously, yeah, you can. T- yeah, you can talk about like week seven previews all you want. You know, NHL stuff. Yeah, you can. T- yeah, that's what. That's what you had the big fries for. No, you come for the Taco right. Bell dissection. Right. If you want hours upon hours of John Gruden content, you go listen to Stephen A. Smith. If you want to hear about Taco Bell commercials and why they should bring back the Mexican pizza, then you come here. Bring back the Mexican pizza. We need that. We need that in our life. It's delicious. It is the bring best thing. It, it, other than the cheesy gordita crush, it's the best thing on the Taco Bell menu. It's fantastic. Bring it back. Bring it back. Seriously, the, the public demands it, or at least we, you and I do. Yeah. Exactly. As soon as I it comes back, you and I got to eat it. Got to eat it together. We will. We'll we'll meet up in Monument. So let's yes. Taco Bell there. <laughs> Taco Bell and Monument. Yeah. <laughs> One right off the highway and just scarf some Mexican pizza. <laughs> That's how much we love the Mexican pizza. We, you and I, are literally willing to drive forty-five minutes to meet up to eat Taco pretty. Bell. Yeah, yeah. But mine's probably like 35, 45 minutes for me. Yeah. <laughs> Like I said, this is fully off the rails. It's been a fantastic show. We broke down the NHL, broke down the Taco Bell menu. It's been a fun ride. Yes, it has been a fun ride. And uh, again, be sure to check us out on Spotify. We're on Spotify right now. Uh, I'm kind of working on trying to get some of the older episodes up right now. So uh, be patient. I've been, you and I have been a little bit busy, uh, but yeah, I'm working on it. Yep. Check us out on Spotify. Check us out on Twitter as we tweet along with some of these football games, just hear our thoughts uh, uncensored on sports. And like I said, we look forward to having you with us for future episodes. Go back and watch all of our other episodes. Thanks again for watching this episode and have a great night. All right. Thank you. Peace. Thank you for listening to the SP and Bushy show. This podcast was created by Sean Pooley and Stephen Bush. Intro was created by Zach DeMose. For more content, please visit our Twitter at SPBushy and our YouTube page at Sean Cooley. We thank you again for listening.